How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Dude, I'm still flying high, man. I'm, I am so ready for week six. Week six of the NFL is here. Uh, I do want to start the show off with what in the world was that Indianapolis game on Monday night uh, against Baltimore because I was pissed off out of my mind because if you listen to last episode, uh, again, our, our, our picks came down to Monday night. Uh, Could have tied you. Could have tied you with my 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 Indianapolis pick looked golden. I mean, twenty two to three. I mean, you were you were giving me all the props for 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 taking Indy and then just yep. completely blew that game. Hey, uh, can you hit the Can you hit the You're not that guy button? Yeah, to to Carson Wentz. For everyone that said he had a good game, this is what I have to say to you. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. I don't care you, about you. You know who Carson is the guy? Wentz. Do you know who is the guy? Lamar Jackson is the guy. Holy crap! Did, did you see, I mean, 86% completion. The guy was being completely locked down in the first half. Yep. And then in quarters three and four, he looked like the greatest quarterback that's ever played the game. Yeah, he, re- he really did. He is, uh, he, he is putting together a strong uh, 2021 campaign to start the year. Oh. Uh, and, and, that, then Mark, and then he finally found out that he has an all-pro tight end. Yeah, and he, he got Mark Andrews involved. And... Uh, we haven't and seen that. that. We haven't seen cost me every fantasy football league I could possibly think of. We haven't seen that Mark Andrews in like two years, so it was good to Correct. finally see him back. Uh, also, what that game did mean for you is you 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 swat you just completely squashed my two game lead uh, in our records, and we both sit at fifty one and twenty nine now. So back to being tied. <laughs> back to being tied on the uh, on the yearly records. So uh, we got to get into week six because we got to. I, I, I got to get my two game lead back, so we're gonna no, we're gonna give gonna you our happen. we're it's gonna give happen. you our picks for uh, for week six in the NFL. We'll also give you our uh, our start and sits for fantasy this week as we go through the games. Uh, we also have to talk, uh, talk about you know NHL is coming back, NBA is coming back. We have game five of a of a uh, baseball series, and then the the other first rounds uh, uh, matchups are done. And but mm-hmm. spoiler alert. This is we why we don't wrong. talk about baseball because uh, <laughs> our predictions are already out in the first round. So, dude, dude, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Both of your World Series participants are out in round well, one. Well, yeah, we'll Only talk. Only one of mine, uh, my Dodgers, is still alive. Yeah, we'll talk about our uh, our World Series predictions, how those went. Uh, we'll get into NFL, we'll get into NHL, uh, maybe some NBA, uh, but we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's run it. So it only took one round of the MLB playoffs to eliminate both my World Series predictions uh, uh, teams, uh, one of yours, and possibly another tonight. So uh, nope. we could we could nope. go for four. Uh, nope. The uh, the starting with the Red Sox, they take down the Rays three to one, back to back walk off wins uh, in games of uh, three and four. Uh, the, the the Rays, you know, they stuck in there, but. This Boston team's really uh, is really good. They have a really good lineup. Uh, they they were hitting. Uh, they, they got a lot of runs in a lot of ga- in, in all the games to uh, to beat the Rays. Uh, then you had my uh, World Series. Uh, uh, one of the teams I had in it in the White Sox. They went down to Houston three uh, one. That White series Sox were all in, over in, instead instead of or, or only one game the uh, the White Sox won, which was you know a game that they dominated. They got destroyed. In the other yeah. three games, I mean, it was not. It was, it was really nothing uh, close. And, I felt uh, like Altuve was just going off game in, yeah. game out. That that little the little midget. He's good. Little whether you, whether you hate him or you love him, he's he's a damn good player. Damn. Uh, and then my other uh, World Series team, who actually had winning the World Series, uh, I, I went a little crazy. I went with uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, and they were the same thing. They they had one game where they they beat Atlanta, and then and then Atlanta continues their kind of. Uh, uh, Miracle season. Yeah, miracle season after losing, you know, all their players and, and their best player. And now they advance uh, to the next round by uh, by beating a good uh, Milwaukee team. And then in the... But guess, uh, but guess who's still alive? Yeah. 
your Dodgers are still alive, and it is two two. Uh, we have game five tonight. Uh, this is this has been a really good series back and forth. Uh, San Fran is 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 a good team. The Dodgers are a good team. This is th- this is going to come down what I believe a pitching matchup that is really favors uh, San Fran. I like Logan. Whoa, Webb. whoa, 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 whoa! I don't. I, I've said this before, and I think I think when we had when we had uh, John Stolberg on our, our our baseball insider, I think he agreed with me that he doesn't love Urias. And I've I've watched some Dodgers. I've seen Urias pitch. I think he's on and off. I don't think he's that consistent of a pitcher. I think Webb has been really strong this year. He still hasn't given up a run in the uh, in the postseason. I think they have. I, I think they have the edge tonight. I think San Fran's going to win in five, and I think your uh, your Dodgers are going home in the first round. Okay, first. So, dude, how are you so down on Julio Urias? I mean, Logan Webb has pitched one postseason game, and it was great. Don't get me wrong. It was really good. He had a good, and he had a good. Regular season, I, I just he think Urias is, is on and off. I think he's too inconsistent. Urias was twenty and three this year, and he's pitched. He, he won the World Series last year. He was the guy who got the last out. This guy understands pressure. I, I don't care about the young gun. I, I'll I'll take the experienced guy. And we're talking we're talking about a game in San Fran, uh, at home for the at home for the Giants. Is, I'm taking the is Giants. Barry Bonds playing? No. Then I, I'm going with the Dodgers. All right. So you'll go with the Dodgers. Uh, we'll talk about the rest of these uh, these postseason games because we'll get into the second round too by uh, by by Tuesday's episode when we recap uh, what what happened in week six. We'll we'll talk about the playoffs uh, as well to start the episode there. Uh, but we have other sports starting. It is it is that time of the year where the four major sports are all starting. We have football going on right now, baseball playoffs, uh, and then we have we have the NHL. We have the NBA coming back. The NHL actually starting yesterday. Uh, we had. We had Seattle play their first game. Uh, they had a. They I almost had an. Unleash the Kraken. They all, They almost had. We have to get that on the board. We have to get that on the. Board. <laughs> unleash the Kraken uh, on, the sound, on the soundboard. Yes. Uh, they They almost had an incredible comeback uh, for their first game, but they fell in their first game. Uh, but just in terms of you know hockey and and, and basketball coming uh, coming back, maybe we'll do a, a whole basketball preview for. But for our hockey fans out there, uh, you know you have the. I think this year. It kind of snuck up on us, you know. The off season wasn't this, you know, crazy big off season. But you know, if you if you don't follow hockey, your typical teams that are still good, you know, the Maple Leafs, the Penguins, Washington, Colorado, uh, Colorado is very good. Uh, the Tampa Bay the Vegas Lightning Lakes. are probably still the the favorites to win the Cup. Vegas has a great team. Uh, you have and, you and know Dallas you watch, and, and Edmonton. And if you watch, but if you watch the Rangers Washington game, you got to put Washington in there too. Yeah. Does Alex Ovechkin age? No, he's he, he is he's just he's an ageless. He he is he's comparable to Tom Brady just because I feel like as he gets older he is he has gotten better and you know he's two been, goals two assists last night and he was so dominant on the ice it was ridiculous. Yeah, he's always he's always dominant there. But for uh, for hockey this year, I think this is finally the year. Um, I still don't believe in in Colorado. I think they have a great team, but every time they've gotten in the playoffs, I don't think. Uh, that I, I just don't think that their culture and you know that team is 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 ready for a cup. I, I think this is the year they've done it. You know they they've been so successful and so you know great in their first couple of years as a team. They have that you know they got to the cup, but I think this is the year that Vegas wins it. I think they have a really good team. I think they you know moving on from from Flurry in the offseason, getting Leonard uh, to be the starter. I think he's a good goalie. They signed some you know guys in the offseason. They have a good team. I think my early uh, cup favorite is is Vegas to win it all. Okay. Well, I'm going to be a homer, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm going to say that the New York Rangers <laughs> will make the cup this year. Wow. I don't know. I just I have to believe, AJ. I have to. I have to And maybe a little early. Maybe a little early for, for those Rangers and what we saw in their first game. I'm not convinced of uh Well, the, of the first game was a disaster. Cup. But, you know, there's 83 more of them. Mm-hmm. Or eighty-one more. All right, so you're gonna you're gonna be a homer. Do you have? Can you pick an, a team that you like to win? Uh, I really I, I I disagree with you. I think the Colorado Avalanche are stacked. They have the best line in hockey. McKinnon's line is ridiculous, and they just they picked up uh, Kemper in the offseason to solidify their defense. That, that team is going to be excellent. I like them. On the uh, other side, I. Look, until Tampa Bay loses, I'm not betting against them. 
No. And you can't against Tampa Bay. I mean, that they're, 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 they're so freaking good. That, that whole team is just a winning team. Uh, they'll be in it till the end uh, once cool. again. And, uh, yeah. and, and I, just excited. I would, not be sur- I would be surprised if it was a Tampa Bay-Colorado final. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could definitely see that. And I'm just excited hockey's back. You know, it. It, it like I said, it snuck up on us. I'm glad it's back. It's uh, going to be on TNT. It's going to be TNT on ESPN. And, and ESPN. So maybe some more mainstream. You know, you know, viewers. You know, if you're tuning Wayne in Christy to ESPN. Was on yesterday, he's he's on the uh, Charles and halftime. Charles team. Barkley was going one v one with 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 Wayne yep. Gretzky. You know, in the shootout. That was fun. You know, that was fun. Pretty pretty cool stuff for for hockey right now. And then we have, and then of course we have you know the NBA coming back. Um, in just a week too, uh, we, we we won't talk you know a whole lot and just get into the teams, but you know with with, with the NBA, you know we obviously for the last couple of years have been seeing the super teams form, and you know you have these strong favorites, and you know it's it's kind of killing it for me because I like watching basketball, I like watching these star players. Oh, it, you know watching the playoffs, you know it's 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 a great thing to do, but I just feel like like basketball, you know the start of the regular season is just not it just doesn't do anything for me you know i like to watch my magic play and you know you, you you love to watch your teams but we already know you know the five teams that can win a you know a championship or the four teams that we win a championship it's just a matter of getting to the end you know and seeing you know it, who's you know the most healthy and who's the best team at the end and i i think that's you know a little tough for for you know to get that excited about you know about the nba starting but in terms you know the teams you know the huge stories over the last couple of weeks Ben Simmons, will he be in Philly? Will he not? Uh, Kyrie Irving, will he be in in Brooklyn or not? He wasn't, you know, extended this off. Or not? He wasn't un- extended this off season. Will he, you know, play because he's unvaccinated? That's a huge one. Can Milwaukee? Uh, can they? Can they win? A, can they go back to back and win another cup with Giannis? Uh, Utah, Phoenix, Denver, the Clippers, Dallas—they all made improvements. The Lakers, you know, got even better this off season. You know, can they finally, you know? Uh, win a non-bubble, you know, title with with LeBron. There's just a bunch of you know key storylines leading up to this week. I think it'll be a fun season. I think you're going to see a couple teams. I, I have a feeling this year you're going to see a couple teams that were down. You know, especially in the East. You know, Indiana, Charlotte, Chicago is a huge one. You know, finished mm-hmm. 11th mm-hmm. in the standings last year. They had a, the probably the best off season of all in the uh, in the league. They could be a top, you know, three team in the East and be a true contender. So I think you're going to see a lot of teams, especially in these, that were, you know, not not the best last year, kind of move up and, and start and then start competing with, you know, Philly, Brooklyn, and, and Milwaukee. And, and will you see Golden State come back? You yeah. Know, if they start, if they get healthy, you know, mm-hmm. that that's another big thing. I mean, if they if they get some of their stars back and everybody, you know, and now they have, you know, Wiseman's second year and Andrew Wiggins' second year, and that team could be good too. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's a that is a team. You know, Clay Thompson coming back. We know what they can do. They still have Draymond. Uh, Curry is Curry is Curry, and you could see them get back to the, you know the Splash Brothers and then their old self. So we could definitely see them being a a, a, a contender in the West. And then you you know you have teams down there that have been rebuilding for a while. I think one that stands out that we talk about every year is Minnesota. They have a good team. You know, a solid team that that they. They they've kept all their guys there. They still have Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, like like what you know they Anthony Edwards was was great a breakout rookie last year. When is this team you know actually gonna just just make the playoffs? You know they have this incredibly large drought. You know, what, what are we gonna see? Right, you what, know some of those. What teams happens make first? It? Okay, what happens first? Minnesota making the playoffs in the NBA, or the Cowboys getting to the Super Bowl? Ooh. I think right now I would go with Cowboys making the Super Bowl than, than Minnesota. <laughs> Me too. Because that's, you know, I, I didn't say I believed in Minnesota, but are no, we going to see... I just say it. You, you put it out there. Are we going to see Minnesota make it? Because I think we're going on, like, maybe 20 years, maybe a little under 20 years that they haven't made the playoffs. I mean, yeah. what, what kind of what kind of, what, what kind of rebuild is this? I mean, that that is a, a extremely elongated uh, rebuild there for Minnesota. So that's just, you know... What's going on? We'll talk about more about the NBA when we get you know closer, uh, and then keep you updated with with hockey as we go along. Same with baseball, but we need to get to NFL. We need to get to Week Six. We got to oh, make our get to NFL mm-hmm. since you know college football. This is like the week that all the big games take off. Like there's there's only one rank ranked team, and it's Oklahoma State Texas that nobody cares about. Right. But UCF plays Cincy, the number three team in the country. UCF decimated by injuries. 
They are 11-point dogs. Surprising What's your to take? me. What's your take? I, I, I said this, you know, a couple weeks ago. I said college football always – this always happens in college football. You'll take UCF that doesn't have their quarterback, their, run, their running back, their wide receiver, they're decimated on defense. Like the season is, you know, not what they expected. And a Cincy team that's rolling and, and, and you know, is number three in the country and, you know, straight, you know, if they keep winning, they win the conference, they'll be in the – it, the, you know the, the first uh, power six team to to make the uh, the college football playoff, yep. and, and college football things just happen. I'm not I'm not saying UCF's going to win, but this is going to be a damn close game. Like I understand why the spread is 11. I don't I don't understand it, but I do understand it because I believe it's going to be a, a one score game. I think they're going to be back and forth, high scoring. Uh, I think UCF's offense gets back, so high scoring, close game. Uh, that's that's what I'll say about that. I love the over 57 and a half points. Yes. I think that thing is going to be blown out of the water. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But would you put money on UCF to win at plus 750? I'd, I'd put a couple bucks. I'd put some yeah, pocket I'll change think, on I'll that. Think of the same thing. Yeah, why not? All right, all right. All I right. I to get your take. Gotcha. All right, let's get to let's get to the NFL. Let's get to week six. Let's make our picks here. Give you our uh, our fantasy advice. Uh, we, 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 we come to, to week six. We have one undefeated team left in the league in the, uh, in the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, we have two winless teams in the Jaguars and the Lions. What, what is, what's more surprising to you, I think? Is it, the, is it the Jaguars and the Lions being 0-5 or the Cardinals being 5-0? Oh, definitely the Lions being 0-5. I, I did not expect this team to be 0-5. I expected them to be like, you know, two and three, one and four. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected the Jags to get a win, you know, Trevor Lawrence being as hyped as he was and being the most NFL ready quarterback. I, I truly thought the Jaguars would be a middle of the pack team. I really did. I, I knew the Lions, it was going to be a We're tough a four season. Four or five win team. For I, I thought Trevor Lawrence was going to come in and, and single handedly win some games. And he might still this season, but. That's definitely more surprising. You know, the Cardinals, obviously, I'll keep saying, you know, my prediction to, you know, win that division. I said they would would be the best team in that division, and it's looking like that still. That that offense is too stacked. Too stacked. defense is is, is too many playmakers for us to, you know, be shocked they're 5-0. Yeah. And they really haven't played anybody that great. Yeah, and, and, you know, when they they come back to the Rams, you know, play the Cowboys down the road, we'll see, you know, how they match up against, you know, other really good offenses – but let's get let's get to these games. Let's get to Thursday night's game. Uh, a a kind of you know another Thursday night game for the Bucks. You know uh, the Eagles coming off a big win. You know against the Panthers. So now we have the Bucks traveling to Philadelphia. Seven point favorites on Thursday night. I I I I don't I don't think the Eagles can you know do what they did last week on defense because we saw them play really good defense and their defense is 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 not. Good, you know, it's not particularly good, and they shut down a good a a, a rolling uh, Panthers offense last week. Now they go up against probably the you know one of the best offenses in the league. You know, just put up forty five against the Dolphins, got everyone involved. You know, Brown, Godwin, and, and Mike Evans are are, are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think you know if if Darius Slay is playing great, that's fine. That means one of them are going to get shut down. The other two are going to you know keep doing their things. I like the Bucks tonight. I like the Bucks minus seven. Uh, I, I think they should take this, uh, especially you know, even on the road in, in Philly. I, I like the Bucks minus twenty seven. Wow! <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, so we're, we're going back. All, to, we're going back to this. Okay, first of all, the Eagles cannot run the ball, and they're going against the number one rush defense maybe in the history of the NFL. Don't steal so what I gotta be, say next. Don't steal what I gotta say. There will be no running. You can sit Miles Sanders. You can sit Gainwell today. There will be no running. Secondly, you can sit Hurts because as bad as the secondary is for Tampa Bay, Jalen Hurts will be running for his life tonight. So I think that what you saw last week was a Carolina defense that played way too soft. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna blitz like crazy. I think they're going to run up. The, I, mean, I think Via Vea and Ndamukong and Sue are going to push up the middle so much that Jalen Hurts is going to crap his pants. So I think that this is going to be Tom Brady with another 350, 400 yard, three to four touchdown performance. Everybody and their uncle on the wide receivers are going to get paid tonight. 
and I love Leonard Fournette. He continues to get better every week. And I know I said he was going to score 28 points in fantasy last week. I'm going to dial it down a little bit. He'll have 22 tonight. Yeah, I agree with you on the the Miles Sanders thing. This is fine. I, I said with Miles Sanders last week, I will not bench him. You know, last week I, I keep wanting to see how he does. Uh, and I said in the next couple of weeks, if he doesn't perform, you know, you, you might have to sit him. And I know it's only been one week, but he goes against a Bucks team where look at the box scores against every team. Even the best rushing football team in the league, the Dallas Cowboys week one, couldn't run the football. So what does that tell you? The Eagles don't even run the football, even if, right. you know, the defense is bad or good. It doesn't even matter. So Miles Sanders tonight, you know, watch, you know, watch us bench him and he'll, you know, he won't run, but he'll finally, you know, have like like 10 catches, you know, just like uh, Miles Gaskin had last last week. But I don't even think that's going to happen. They don't really utilize him in the pass game at all. So Sanders is a sit for me this week for sure. Um, I, I just don't see how he, see how he has success. Uh, against this uh, this Bucks defense, but for Hertz, I don't think it's a bad you know play against, especially with the secondary. Um, I think you know since he's mobile, he can you know escape that pressure that they're going to probably want to put on him. So I don't think it's a bad play. Uh, it just probably wouldn't be my first you know play if I had another option. Uh, but I, I I do final like score the Bucks. prediction. Final score prediction: thirty-eight to ten. I'll I'll go thirty-five fourteen Bucks. That's what okay. I'll go. With. For, for Thursday night, we'll see if we're we're really wrong or really right. You know, right. It, it, by tomorrow morning, uh, oh, we have another. We, we have another. I didn't even realize this. We have another London game this week, so another nine thirty start for another fantastic game. Uh, the Dolphins, <laughs> the Dolphins taking on the Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars, obviously, uh, the hometown team in London. So this is definitely a home game for them. Uh, and I think with the power of London, with the power of of Trevor Lawrence. I think I think they're due for their first win. I think Trevor oh, Lawrence is due for his first win. I so think cute. the Dolphins are trending in a terrible direction. They they can they, they just have no identity on offense. They they don't know what they're doing. Brissett's still playing. Uh, is he, he though? I saw something where Tua was practicing. And if and if Tua is back, then then sure. I, I just don't think it. I don't think it makes that big of a big of a difference. But Dolphins. Uh, they, they're just, they're just don't have, they, I just, they, I, when I watch the Dolphins and especially last week, I just don't think they know exactly what they want to do, um, on offense. So I think the Jaguars, Lawrence has been getting better. They've gotten James Robinson involved. Robinson should have another big week. Um, and, it's, and, and, and for the Jaguars, I think that with DJ Chark being out, LaVisca Chenault is going to start being the guy that Trevor Lawrence really likes to throw to. You saw a deep ball last week. So I like, I like Chenault and I like the Jaguars to get their first win. Oh, crap. So do I. <laughs> we're, we're on this. We're, we're back to, we're this, uh, we're to on, agreeing. Yeah, really? So I thought I was going to sneak one in on you, and I thought you were going to go with Miami. But, no, I'm going with Jacksonville, too. I think Trevor is getting better week in and week out. James Robinson, they finally realize they have a stud back. You know, with ATN out of the way, he's the guy they give the ball all the time to. He'll have another big game as Miami's run defense is a sieve. You know, for some reason, their two all-star cornerbacks uh, are playing like death warmed over. So, you know, I can't imagine that Trevor Lawrence is not going to have a big game. I think this might be Trevor Lawrence's best pro game of his career today or it, it, this Sunday. It definitely should. He, he's going to have the opportunity. He, he can yep. he can definitely show showcase why he was the number one pick. Yeah. And, and in, ter- in terms of uh, Chanel, I, I actually like Marvin Jones. You know, he gets a lot of targets. He plays that slot. You know, he's been the red zone target for Jacksonville a lot this year. I'm going to say there's going to be a little Marvin Jones sighting this week. Mm. And I do believe Tua's going to start. Everything I've read says that he's he's going to suit back up. Well, that honestly, I, is it, it bad that mind. that makes me a little bit more confident? <laughs> Maybe. That may, be, that may be a sign that, uh, that, that Tua may not be that guy. Uh, but... But yeah, I think in London, it, it is it's all lined up for the Jags to get their first win in Urban Meyer to uh, to to go out celebrating another night. I think that's I I don't know. Do they have strip clubs in in London? Is that is that a thing for for Urban? <laughs> I'm sure he'll find them. All right, uh, he, yeah, he's, he'll definitely find them. Uh, let's move on to the to the one o'clock games on Sunday. Let's go to uh, Packers Bears, the first meeting of of Packers Bears this uh, this year. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Fields playing once again. He's that he's the starter for the Bears. Uh, we have no David Montgomery again. I I am I am slowly you know falling in love with Khalil Herbert. I really like the new running back. The uh, I believe third round pick, fourth round pick out of uh, Virginia Tech. For the Bears, I think that they really want to get him going over Damian Williams. I really like him this week. The Packers have been allowing a lot of you know running yards and a lot of catches out of the backfield by uh, by running backs. So I really like Khalil Herbert as a start I, I this love, week in I fantasy. I love the fact that you knew he was from Virginia Tech, but you were half of the rounds of where he actually got picked. Oh, was he was he a la- the last round? Six. Oh, he was a six round pick. Oh, so he yeah. was. So I was giving him more credit, but yeah, a little more credit. He would, yeah, damn good running back at Virginia Tech, and you know yeah. he was hidden behind you know Montgomery and then Terry Cohen, and then both of them get hurt. They bring you know Williams in, and, and Williams is a good player, but I think they want to get the young guy going. I think he has you know a higher ceiling than Williams. So I love the play of of them of the Bears running. They have they have not shown that they really trust in Fields to throw all that much. So you know Robinsons, I I I still don't like Mooney. You know I'm not playing, especially you know against the Packers if Ale- if Jair Alexander is playing. But I, I still, for the game, like the Packers because they 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 have this ability, and Aaron Rodgers has this ability, to, you know, score on pretty much anyone. And I know the Bears' defense is playing well, but Devontae Adams is on this roll. You know, he's starting to get back to you know his old self from last year. And when he's on this roll with with Rodgers, you know, Aaron Jones is also getting it going through the air, through the ground. I, I think they they become this unstoppable offense that the Bears could easily hold them to twenty points. I don't see the Bears, you know scoring 20 points so it yeah. it, it, it kind of becomes that yeah the, the the defense is good but this Packers offense is good enough to score more points than the Bears are are capable putting up because they're so limited on offense totally listen I you want to talk about a team that owns another team do you know in the last 26 meetings between the Green Bay and the Bears Green Bay's won 21 of them 21 out of 26 it, it is it I, I am struggling to find the last time, you know, that the Bears, you know, really won like a meaningful matchup of one of these because probably a couple of those were like week 17 or, you know, when, when it didn't matter and Rodgers was resting. Yeah. I, I think three of the five were when Aaron Rodgers didn't play. Right. So, so there's no chance this is a slam on the table lock of the week. Green Bay with the cover. They will win. They will win big. I am not worried about this game one bit. The fact that they're only favored by four and a half is a joke. They're going to win by 10. So I love Green Bay. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, start them all. So you're back you on the A.J. Disappointed, though? Are you back on the A.J. I, I, uh, Dillon? I am. I, I, I love A.J. Dillon. I think you can start him every week. I, this is one of those teams, kind of like Elliott and Pollard. You mm-hmm. can start A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones every week. Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad. I think, you know, especially if Dylan is involved with the pass game like he was yep. last week, that he definitely is. increases his value uh, for yeah. sure. And on the bear side, uh, honestly, you got to start thinking about, is it worth playing Aaron Robinson, uh, Allen Robinson? It, it really uh, isn't. Right, right, right now, no. I mean, you can't, like, possibly put him in. And it, you know, the only way you would put him in is, is if – you know, you're in some league where just wide receivers don't exist anymore. But in most 12-man leagues, you know, there, there's so many other wide receivers, so many other teams that just pass so much more that you can put, a, you know, a Michael Pittman, a Marquise Brown at, at your flex, you know, because you should have two other wide receivers that are doing better than Allen Robinson. So Correct. Th- there's just no there's no reason right now why you should, you know, force play him just because, you know, he's a big name. They don't they don't throw the ball. So, That's right. you know. If, if, you know, even if he were, you know, to score a touchdown, I still don't see him going more for, you know, four for 40 at, at best, you know, five for 50, so, you know. So yeah, I'll put a perfect example. If your choices were Tyler Boyd, Brandon Books, and Allen Robinson, which one are you sitting? And you had to play two. And you got to, and, and you have to sit Allen Robinson in, the, in, in those two. You, you do. Know? The Bengals just throw despite the ball the, despite the a name. lot more. And he, and Joe Burrow really likes Tyler Boyd. You know, of course he likes Chase. But once, once these teams start to figure out, you know, that they got to probably double team Jamar Chase, Boyd is going to be involved heavily because T. Higgins has been, you know, uh, banged up. And, it's, and, 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 you know, Brandon Cooks is the only wide receiver on that team. So he, uh, he, he definitely has more value than, than Robinson, you know, does now. So I Robinson agree. is uh, is sad, but you know you have to sit him uh, yep. if you do have him. All right, let's move on to uh, to to those Lions that we were talking about. The own, those own five Lions they take on they take on the Bengals uh, this week at home. Uh, Bengals minus three and a half. 
I'm 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 cool with that. I I, I like them to you know to win by a touchdown or at least uh, you know the. The, the Lions have been a tricky team with the spread because, you know, they keep coming back in these, you know, late games that you think they're getting blown out or they have no chance. Uh, but this Bengals team fought hard with the Packers last week. Uh, McPherson, you know, had a couple chances to win them that game. Uh, they would have they, they would have went to, you know, to a, to be a four and one Bengal team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they sit at three and two. I think they're a scrappy team. I think the way Burrow's playing, Mixon will probably be fully healthy this week. Uh, you know, he, he still had a touchdown last week. So, yeah, he did end up playing and have a touchdown. Chase, Boyd, the Lions don't have the corners to cover either as, either as, of those guys. Uh, Jamar Chase should, you know, continue his, you know, touchdown streak, you know, big game streak, whatever it may be. So, yeah. Maybe he, Jeff Okuda will lock him down. <laughs> well, you know, he can't lock him down now since because he's out for the That's year. True, but he's out for the year. But if he was honestly, if he was on the team, if he was playing, you know, I would say that Jamar Chase might have like break the wide receiver, you know, receiving record. But I, yeah, I still think he has a really good game. I think the Bengals cruise by, uh, and 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 for the Lions, this is how I'm playing the Lions fantasy uh, wise now. They just had uh, Cephas, your favorite player, go down with an injury. He's done for the year. If you uh, what, mention name Khalif Raymond, I'm hanging up. No, Khalif Raymond, leave those guys out. You know, Saint uh, Amon Saint Brown, their rookie. You know, that's nice, but you know, only in in a super you know deep league. Here's how I'm playing the Lions now. I think. If, if you're like me, I drafted, you know, I, I loved Swift this year. I think he's paying off big time. He's you know, He's been a top, you know, probably five fantasy uh, running back. I, I think right now it's not the worst decision if you are like me. And, and, and this is actually two leagues. I can't believe I'm in the same scenario in two leagues. If you have DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, I don't think it's both. a bad. I, I don't think it's bad to play both at two running backs. If you if you have no running backs like I, like I have, you know, stumbled upon with injury. If you need a flex, you put Jamal at your flex. I think the, I think the wrong, you know, situ or I think the wrong move would be pick up one of these wide receivers. I, I think they're just going to become a more, you know, running football team with Swift. I think they love to dump it down. Swift's had like five catches in every game. Williams is the, is sometimes the goal line guy. I, I think you know they've been able to move the ball on offense. Why not you know start their their two best playmakers? Do, do you know who the leading wide receiver is? On the Detroit Lions through five games, it is. It has to be DeAndre Swift. Or, it is. Or, it's, DeAndre, yeah. it's DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. He is the leading wide receiver. So why the heck wouldn't you play both of these guys? You got it. Because they I, do. I think they play good, two different roles. You know? Yeah, I think it's. I, I think it's a really good strategy. You know, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it until it fails. You know, until this team yeah. proves that the offense but, maybe but is really bad Cincy. and they can't move it. I'm but picking, picking Cincy. Cincy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking Cincy too. This is a team that I love. I mean, they are my AFC favorite team. Um, I love Joe Burrow. I love Jamar Chase. I love Tyler Boyd. I love Joe Mixon. I think they're all starters. They're all players. Um, you could even, to some degree, if you're really hurting, you know, get away with playing C.J. Uzmanzada, who's probably every other game going to have a good game. But I just love this team. I, I think they're playing really well. I think Joe Burrow is an exciting young quarterback. Do you know Cincinnati, since 1998, has won six straight against Detroit? Detroit hasn't beat them in over 20-something years, even though, obviously, they don't play each other that often. That being said, I totally, totally believe that the Cincinnati Bengals will win by 14 points. So you're going with another? That's... We're only talking about a couple games so far, and you're and you and you're you're predicting some big wins. So blowout week, it's called blowout week. If you're listening, you know what to do. You know to uh, to put all your money on the Lions because uh, because <laughs> you just said that. Because all right, let's get let's get to you know. I feel like why are, why are always you know we why are always these terrible teams you know grouped together? You know we go from the Lions. Now we have to talk about the Texans and the Colts, uh, two one and four teams. Um, I was so tempted to take the Texans because this Colts team absolutely pissed me off and destroyed me last week with that absolute terrible defeat. But I think they can beat the Texans. I think it's a close game. I think the 10-point spread is is kind of a lot for a Colts team that is going to go into this game with, with, with the Monday night game just lingering in the back of their head. Like, how did we how, – how is it possible that we lost that game? Um, I think a, a big injury is, is Rodrigo Blankenship. Their kicker, you know, was a big re- That's why they lost the game. You know, he was hurt. He went out. He couldn't, you know, kick the game winner. Uh, it is unfortunate that that's my, you know, I call him Legos. That's his nickname. You know, if, if, if you know about, uh, if you've ever seen the video of him, he just, he, he's a weird dude. He likes to play with Legos, uh, but he's a damn good <laughs> kicker. I, I thought he was, you know, he's been, he's probably my kicker in every league. Uh, I, I, I just, 
no matter how I how hard you are or how you know close you are attached with a player, uh, kicker injuries are injuries I don't want to mess with. It's, it's a freaking kicker. I'd rather have you know another kicker. So I had to say goodbye to uh, Rodrigo in a couple of leagues. Uh, but bye bye, you know, bye bye glasses, boy. In all seriousness, I think that close game. I think both these teams suck. It, it'll probably be an ugly game, but I'm sure the Colts will find a way to uh, to beat uh, Davis Mills. So, you know, it's interesting, you know, you were obviously a massive Davis Mills hater, but mm-hmm. he actually, uh, he, he did something that no other rookie did last week in NFL history. He was the first rookie to throw for 300 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 70% completion percentage, and over 10 yards per attempt. First time in NFL history a rookie did that. Uh, That's yeah, pretty that, impressive. That is, it is impressive, but... They still lost the game. <laughs> they still lost the game last week. They still so. lost the game. And the Colts, in their last 26 home games, have never had less than 300 yards of offense. And this Houston Texans is not going to pose a threat to that record. This is going to be a Colts win. This will be a Colts easy win. Again, blowout weekend. Colts double-digit winner. Michael Pittman is emerging. Carson Wentz has only thrown one interception this year. He's starting to get on the same page as Pittman. Pittman goes over 100 yards and a touchdown this week. These 1 o'clock games are rough because as we finish this up, uh, there's some good later games. You know, we have the the last two 1 o'clock games we'll talk about are good. By the way, we've picked all the same again. Yeah, we we do have the same so far, and that'll continue here. what what we this may be blowout weekend like I, I know i'm joking around with you you know you call them blowouts and we know how that you know works out but now we have rams giants which the rams are a 10 point favorite and chiefs washington at the washington football team uh where they're seven point favorites uh the rams are going to i don't even know the word you know destroy is not even a big enough word the the, the rams are going to absolutely destroy the giants this week I don't care Wait, who's AJ, playing at quarterback. AJ, hold up, hold up. I just got an emergency text. Gettleman just texted me and asked me if I'm free this week. <laughs> For, to, to play quarterback? Quarterback, running back, wide receiver. He said I could have my choice. If you shaved your head and were a little bit taller, you may look a little, a little taller. Bit. Glenn, Glenn is like a foot taller than me. <laughs> he, he he actually didn't even look that bad at you know, in his really whatever did. quarter or his bad. ever, you know, uh, quarter and a half against the Cowboys. But I, I don't care if Daniel Jones is playing. I have no idea. Uh, Saquon will be out. Their wide receivers will be out. Kenny Galladay, who cares if he's on the field? He hasn't even been a factor on oh, the field. Uh, but but this will be an absolute more, just more, conser- more concerning is Kadarius Tony hasn't practiced all week due to a bum ankle. Yeah, if so, they don't have him too, they mm-hmm. might as well not play the game. Yeah, so you know who's who's gonna? I mean, they might have you know Darius Slayton back, so maybe he'll uh, he'll be a sneaky you know pickup back on fantasy. But I I don't I I don't think I, I think this Giants team, you know, even with their schedule, they have a pretty tough schedule for you know a second place schedule. Uh, but but they are in for you know a rough streak. They're they're gonna lose a couple games in a row here. Uh, and then you have the Chiefs um, against the Washington Football Team. If I told you in week five that the Washington football team and the Chiefs had the same record and they were both under 500, would you be, would you have believed me? I don't know. Uh, I, but, I would have believed you if you told me they were both four and one. But right, not exactly. Not 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 two and three. But the Chiefs, uh, this is the game they needed because they're going to be able to you know find uh, find Kelsey, find Hill, and you know move their offense and uh, and beat a you know a Washington team. And and for Washington. Uh, I, I I like the you know the over on this game. It's set at fifty five. Uh, th- both both these defenses have not been hot. Uh, the Chiefs are going to find a way to move you know the ball and score points, and I think Washington will as well because I think this Chiefs defense is so horrific that I think McLaurin will get involved. They're gonna you know they tried to get Gibson involved last week. Uh, he had the two two touchdowns, so they're going to move the ball as well. And I don't think it's going to be you know an easy you know uh, as blowout of as the you know Rams Giants will be. But I think they can win by a touchdown uh, and 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 score, you know, in a high-scoring game and beat Washington. No doubt. So I have. All right, so first of all, I totally agree. Kansas City double-digit win. Kelsey is going to have a monster game. They cannot cover the tight end at all in Washington. Tyree Kill. Who's going to guard him? Like seriously, I mean, he should have a monster game. You could probably even start Miko uh, Hardman, and I'm even thinking maybe even starting Josh Gordon this week. Just what the hell? I mean, might as well just throw everybody out there. 
But the crazy thing is I have a sleeper. I have somebody who I truly believe will wake up this week because at some point a team is going to double cover Scary Terry and it's going to open it up for second game of his Washington career, Curtis Samuel. I think that they're going to finally have a... Uh, a Samuel who is somewhat healthy. I know he's got the groin injury, but I think he's finally back. And I'm thinking he's going to have a big week. All right, so you're going with Samuel. I think someone on the other side of the ball that no one's talking about for the Chiefs, um, I, I am not you know, entirely picking him up and definitely you know, not, not playing him, but I think it's something to monitor. Jet McKinnon is on the Chiefs. I don't know if you know, everyone knew that, but I, I did see him. On a game, you know, three weeks ago, and I was like, Jed McKinnon's on the Chiefs. You know how good he was. You know, he, the 49ers utilized him a lot. Now you have CEH going down. You know, they're going to have him and and, and, and Daryl Williams, you know, involved. But I think he could be a weapon, um, especially, you know, through the pass game. I think maybe watch out for him to have a sneaky good week if he could score a touchdown. Um, he, may, he, may be, he may be the Kadarius Tony of, of last week where I, I know a lot of people picked him up. It going into the Cowboy game because they knew of the injuries. Maybe this is one where you pick him up this week. You don't play him, but you have him after maybe he has a good game. I don't know. Maybe. I, I just have a feeling. All right, so I'll make you a bet, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll bet you $10 that Josh Gordon has more fantasy points this week than Jet McKinnon. Oh, I'll take that all day. I, I, all right. Josh Gordon, I'll, I'll say this. I'll double down on your 10. I'll add another 10 to that. I, I will say Josh Gordon goes without a catch. Oh, done, it. done, and done. Mark, mark it down. Mark it down. Shake it. Mark it sh- down. Shake it through Here's the uh, shake. through I'm the window. Shaking through the mic. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's get to some better games. The uh, the last two one o'clock games here. Can we go to a uh, game that some, we disagree on? Some good games here. We might we might disagree here. I have a pretty good. I have a pretty strong prediction. Uh, Vikings right. at Panthers. Uh, the Panthers coming off a rough loss. They are on a downtrend after, you know, starting 3 and 0, taking that loss to the Cowboys, a bad loss to the Eagles, and now they play a Vikings bad team loss. who I think we might all agree, you know, besides the Chiefs are probably the best 2 and 3 team because they're they're playing good football. They just, you know, haven't, you know, been able to, you know, put a game away and they almost, you know, are 1 and 4 because they 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 sh- probably should have lost to the Lions last last week after just some bad game management at the end of the game here. But they take on a Vikings team. I like the Panthers at home. They've definitely played better at home. I I, I would be shocked. You know, CMC has to be back this week. Has so I, I believe he's going to be back. I think that's huge. I think that's what they've been missing. You know, that's why the offense the last two games has been a little more stale. Um, I like them at home. I like I, I like how they, you know, the defense can, can use this as a game, you know, to show that maybe that 3-0 defense wasn't, you know, a fluke. Um, I, I, I think, you know, Thielen not being involved in the offense is is kind of killing the Vikings because they're putting it all on J. Jeff. And, you know, I think that that, that maybe the Panthers can can single him out and, and maybe shut him down. Um, I like the Panthers in this game. At home, underdogs, I think it's a good spot for them. I think they get back on track, uh, and I think they beat the Vikings. Oh, we, <laughs> we, have have d- we have done it. We have done it. It's taken like eight games. We finally are on the opposite side of something. Yay. I am absolutely taking the Minnesota Vikings. I am back on the Vikings bandwagon. Kirk Cousins is still playing at a high level. It doesn't matter if Dalvin Cook or Alexander Madison start Start whoever starts because they're going to have 100 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson is uncoverable. Adam Thielen is uncoverable. Tyler Conklin is, is actually a pretty decent tight end. And overall... I told you that the Carolina Panthers would be the most improved team in the league, and they are, but they still are inconsistent. And Sam Darnold showed you last week that inconsistency. And I think even if uh, CMC is back, he'll be 50-50. They'll be rotating him in with Chubba Hubbard, who had a good game last week. So you're not going to see all of, of CMC. They're going to, the Vikings are going to double team DJ Moore and say anybody else beat us. And I like the Vikings on the road in, in a probably about a, a, a four to seven point win. Our first, I, I like it. Our first disagreements. And we might have another one here as we go to our last one o'clock game. Damn, this is, this might be the game of the week, but I, it yes. sucks that it has to be at one o'clock. So good. Chargers, so good. Ravens, the two four and one teams. A piv- This is a pivotal AFC matchup. These two teams oh. are going to be in the playoffs this year. They might see each other again. This could be a, a definitely a preview. Ravens yeah. at home, two and a half point favorites. 
Uh, I'm going to give this one to you. I want to come back. Who do you like, uh, uh, Ravens, Chargers? All right, so what I saw in the second half from Baltimore really, really scared me. Uh, Lamar Jackson looked unstoppable. Mark Andrews looked unstoppable. Even Hollywood Brown is catching everything thrown his way. However, they are playing, and I told you this last week, what I believe is the second best team in the NFL right now through week five. Justin Herbert is playing at another level as a a stand-up quarterback. He has weapons that come out of his butthole. I mean, literally, Austin Eckler is everywhere. Mike Williams is unstoppable. Keenan Allen defies age, time, and grace. They have Jared, I mean, Jared Cook. It's just, it's everywhere. They have options everywhere. And on the defense, they, they, they have some issues, and Baltimore will expose some of their back end on, on there. But I just think this is an epic shootout where the where whatever the over is, and I haven't even looked at the over, it's what, 50, 51 and a half? 51 and a half? It will be over 70. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not even joking. You're thinking I, another, you know, uh, 40, you know, in, yes. in the 40s like I think last this is good. I think this is going to be 42 to 38. Like, I, I, I can't wait for it. I think it's going to be electric. You could start any player on either side of the ball who's playing offense this week. Yeah, I, I, I think the high-scoring thing, I agree with you. But I, I, I kind of disagree in terms of, you know, the Chargers being able to, you know, go in and, and, and win this game. I think the Ravens at home have been a different team. You know, look over the last, you know, couple years – and even this season, they're a good home team. Uh, that 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 crowd can get really rowdy. I think they might cause uh, Herbert, you know, some trouble. But you're talking about a 22 to three deficit that they came back, and 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 we. If you you know you 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 listen and you watch Lamar Jackson in those press conferences after every game, you know he gets all the hate about you know him being a running back and he can't throw whatever, and you just see the how pissed he is in his. You know, in the, his body language and everything, he just wants to prove everyone wrong. So I think yeah. coming off that, coming off that huge comeback win, they're going to be riding so much, you know, uh, uh, momentum. I think they're going to come into this game. I think a shootout is very likely, like you said. Uh, but I think the one thing the Ravens can do better than the Browns is that we know both teams like to run the football, and the Chargers can't really stop the run. So you know, it's, the Ravens can have a, are going to have a successful day. You know, Latavius Murray I talked about last stop. week. Has you know come into that number one role? Lamar Jackson will do his thing, uh, but I think the one thing they do better is they can manage drives better. You know the, the the Browns too many times just scored too quick, didn't manage you know the clock right, gave it back to Herbert with too much time. I think the Ravens can manage the clock better. I think they can you know keep the Chargers and keep Justin Herbert off the field for a little longer than the Browns did. I think a close game shootout is likely. I think the Ravens are going to win this one at home. AJ, that, that's fine, but what do you love about Latavius Murray? He's had f- five games. Four of them have been under 28 yards rushing, and one was 58. What are you so excited about? Last game, he had six for 17. His longest run was six yards. You are way too high on the XUC effort. No, I'm I, I'm just saying he's the he's the leading rusher on this team, you know. And if the, this team's gonna run the ball and, and keep to their identity, I don't know. Maybe AJ, are they a passing team I could team run now? 17 yards. I understand that, but you're if you're gonna give me the the number one rush running back on a running team, which I think they're you know yes, the last couple of games they have gone out of their identity and they've you know got Andrews and Marquise Brown, which Marquise Brown you know I, I love as a trade you know target because I think he is finally becoming the guy that we all thought he was gonna be last year. And he's finally coming that guy this year. But I think if you're giving me the number one running back in a running team, I, I like Murray's, you know, you know, I, I like his... one flow with that. There's one flow with your idea. The number one running back on Baltimore is Lamar Jackson. I understand. But if the, they, they do hand the ball off, and sometimes they hand the ball off a lot, I think Murray, you know, if this is going to be a shootout, they're going to be in the goal line. I think blah, Murray can have, can have blah, a touchdown. Blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm saying. Blah. All right, let's get, let's get to another great game. <laughs> Cardinals-Browns Woo-hoo. at 4 o'clock. Uh, the 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 Cardinals five and zero like we said uh, I think they I think they continue the the undefeated streak I think they go to six and zero I think beating the Browns in Cleveland is tough but I think this offense is going to do it I think you're going to see you, you see a similar thing as last week you know the Cardinals offense the Chargers offense they're just going to you know they're going to score more points because this Browns defense we talked about being really good 
but they could not stop that. They they could not stop Herbert in that offense. You think they're going to have any more success against Kyler Murray in this offense, a more mobile quarterback? You know, you know, you know uh, more weapons on that team, a team that can run and pass. You know, I I think that the the Browns' problem is they are too one dimensional on, on on offense. If you stop the run against the the Browns, which the Cardinals have been very good at, you know, with with Chandler Jones and JJ Watt and the linebackers they have. I think they're going to get them off the field. The, the, the Cardinals are going to score points. I think they're going to beat the Browns. I think they're going to go 6-0. And this week, I think I, I think you're going to see maybe OBJ come back for the Browns. You know, maybe have mm-hmm. a little resurgence this week because I think they know that they can't be too one-dimensional one because the Cardinals can stop the run. And we might see some either some, some garbage time, you know, to Odell. Maybe some, you know, their initial, you know, plan is to get it to Odell. But I think we we could see Odell, and with DeAndre Hopkins banged up for the for the Cardinals, he'll, he he's going to suit up. But I, I I still believe that Rondell Moore is the guy that they want to be. You know, the second guy in this offense, and you saw him get involved in the in the running game last week. So I like Rondell Moore as well. All right, three games in a row we disagree. Mm. I am going to be handing Arizona their first loss of the season. And it will be done in a way that Cleveland can only do it. Time of possession, constant running, Chubb Hunt, Chubb Hunt, Chubb yeah. Hunt. And, and, and they will have they will have a damn good chance to win the game if they can do that. I just think the Cardinals have not shown that that they will allow that to happen to their defense. So I don't well, think that I don't think the Browns can get that going. I think that what you saw last week when they played San Francisco is San Francisco drew up a little bit of a defensive plan that works. And if you had better personnel, really probably would have came out with a well, and maybe a quarterback would have come back with a win last week. You've got a much better defense in Cleveland that will figure out what the hell they did wrong. They don't have the electric throwing uh, of Herbert and Kyler. I'm more worried about his legs, and his legs weren't working last week. I just think in Cleveland, the dog pound will be chomping. Chubb and Hunt will both be monsters. And Baker Mayfield on the play action, because of all the running, will find all the people. I mean, the fact that he found the Njoku for seven times for 100-something yards last week was ridiculous. But I just think that it'll be somebody other than Njoku and OBJ. Somebody else, whether it's Rashard Higgins or Austin Schwartz or somebody. Someone will have a big game that you've never heard of. And Cleveland will win in a last-second field goal. Let's see Odell get involved. I, ju- I just want to see it. I, I just want to see, see what I, what I, I picked up. It. What I, I picked him up for. It. I don't see it. All right, to the 425 games, uh, we have two of them. Uh, Raiders-Broncos uh, is one of them. You have the Broncos at home, minus three and a half. Obviously, the Raiders, uh, what is going on with them with uh, with with the uh, John Gruden situation? He obviously resigns this week. Uh, I'm not even now. sure. I'm not even sure who the head coach is now. All I know is You know that what it is? It's actually an old Dallas Cowboy oh, special teams coach, Rich Siaka. Oh, I thought you were going with the with the other coach, but no. uh, the 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 Raiders are going to go into this game and that whole I, I don't even know you know what ha- after a three and zero start a dark horse team where Derek Carr looked like the MVP they've lost two in a row their coach is gone and the entire locker room I think doesn't know what to do and doesn't know how to feel so I think they're going to be a little you know out of it in this game they're not going to be fully locked in the Broncos need a win they've also you know dropped two straight. Um, against you know we said they 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 beat up on three bad teams they have lots of two you know pretty good teams so yep. they, let, let's see if they can come back at home beat this Raiders team that isn't you know 100 percent focused they should be able to do it Bridgewater back um, I think the Broncos get the win I do too I the, you can't account for how much of a distraction and how much the wind has been taken out of the Raiders sails right you've got people banged up all over the place Waller's banged up. Derek Carr looks like he's lost his mojo. This defense, for some reason, has completely reverted back to what we thought they were going to be preseason. Denver's got things rolling. They've got the run game. Javante Williams could have a really big game in this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I like him. I love Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. I like Noah Font with Bridgewater back. I'm taking Denver. I don't think the Raiders are going to be happy playing up in the mile high with all the other distractions and not being able to breathe. So give me Denver. Denver wins by a touchdown. Yeah, Will, Willie, the thing with Williams is he has shown the last couple weeks, he's had you know a run in each game that really shows you, like, damn, this guy could be really good. The a problem beast. is 
is that you know he splits handoffs with with Melvin Gordon, yeah. and then Melvin Gordon you know does get the the goal line carry. So you know you you're, you're stuck unless he breaks one off for a touchdown. So it's tough for fantasy for him. I still like him as you know a, a, a definitely a, a, a boom play uh, for yep. this week against the Raiders. All right, let's get to our Cowboys. Let's get to our last year four o'clock game: Cowboys Patriots game in Foxborough. Uh, not not too often these two teams uh, play. The last time they played um, was a was a really you know ugly game ugly. in the in the rain. Brady, rain. Brady versus Dak, a 10-3 win I think for for the Patriots. Uh, but this is a different this is a different team. This is Mac Jones They're now. Different teams. <laughs> yeah, entirely different teams. This is Mac Jones coming in with an offense that is is yet to be you know determined do they have the playmakers do they do they not can they can they run the ball we just don't know that this do, offense do they have an been, offensive line do they have an offensive line it, it's just four starters went out last week yeah it has been it's just been a a an up and down kind of first five games for the patriots and this is really what we're gonna you know we're gonna see if this patriots you know team can win with their defense uh can mac jones step up and win a game for them I, you know we'll have to see but i think I, I think they're going to go against a Cowboys offense uh, that they are they're going to do their best to limit. But I think the best that they can do is keep this team to, you know, 25, 30 points like that's the best they can do. And it's just because the Cowboys have too much too many weapons, the way they've been able to run the ball. The Patriots, you know, are a better pass coverage team than they are running t- uh, run stopping team. So Zeke is going to be involved. I think another hundred yard game is going to happen for Zeke. I think this is going to be a lot like the like the Chargers where, you know, they are. They're saying we got to run this ball, you know, keep uh, keep Belichick from 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 calling plays. Uh, but I, but but I really think that that this Patriot team, the best they can do is you know keep the Cowboys to 25, 30 points. And I don't think that they can you know come back with with a 25, 30 point performance just because they have not been able to run the ball. And and I think the Cowboys. You know, have been a, a damn good run stopping team, so they're not going to let allow Damian Harris to get going if that's what they want to, you know, you know, start up and do again. Yep. Uh, so, so I think the matchup for the Patriots is not great this week. Mac Jones, we'll see what what he can do. You know, I, I can we see a Trayvon Diggs pick on his old on his own teammate? Uh, that would it. that that would be another that would be an, an incredible to you know keep it six games going. But mm-hmm. I like the Cowboys three and a half. You know, I get it, it's on the road, but. They they should be able to win you know by a touchdown against this uh, this Patriot team that is is depleted especially you know that offensive line and some of their some of their playmakers out. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make this game easy with three statements. Okay, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the Patriots have won six straight against the Cowboys, which were all with Tom Brady, mm-hmm. this team the New England Patriots have not scored over 28 points this entire year. The Cowboys score thirty points, like it's nothing. It yep. like it like it's like okay, well that we we came out, we did our thing, we scored thirty five. You know, it's our thing, right? So number one, they don't have the offensive powerhouse necessary to stay with the Cowboys. Number two, they have played Miami, the Jets, New Orleans, Houston, and a Tampa Bay team that everybody was up for to try to beat Tampa Bay and everything they could in a monsoon, right? They've played nobody with an explosive offense other than Tampa Bay, which if that game was in the sunshine, Tom Brady would have thrown for 500 yards. They are going to kill them. How the point spread is three and a half doesn't make any sense in the world. I'm sorry, Don. I know, I know. You don't want me to tell blowouts about the Cowboys. The Cowboys will win by 20 points this week. Mark my words. Another 20-point victory. Yeah, 20-point victory. I'm with you. I'm I'm confident as and well. I don't hold think. Hold on, my last point. Last yeah. point, and then you yeah, can yeah. then you can agree. Matt Jones has never seen what is going to be coming at him between a Dugazui, a Dugazawa, whatever his freaking name is that I can never pronounce. Randy Gregory, you know, uh, Micah Parsons. They are going to be eating him alive. I am predicting right now. If you do not pick up the, if they haven't picked up the Dallas Cowboys defense, the Dallas Cowboys defense will have five sacks this week. Yeah, I think that I think the plan for the Cowboys is put pressure on Mac because you know he's not mobile. He's not going to you know escape around, but. I think that's I think pressure on Mac. They're going to get to him with the four you know injured starters on the offensive yep. line. It could be a rough day for him. But the only the only thing on the on the offensive side for New England is I'm just I, I am just 
intrigued to see what they do. The Cowboys have been notorious for not being able to cover tight ends. They have two really good ones that they've been getting going, you know, the last two weeks. Can they get Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith going? Or are they going to be like, we have to run the ball because uh, against the Bucks we had negative, you know, four yards rushing and we need to get Damian Harris the ball. Uh, look, I, I, I'm, all I'm, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm curious to see what they're going to do, but I think the Cowboys are good enough on defense so far this year. They're going to combat whatever they have. So I like the I'm Cowboys. I'm not even sure Damian Harris is going to play. His ribs are all banged up. Well, whatever whatever it is, if he's playing or not, I can tell you he stays on the bench for another week yeah, in, in fantasy for sure. That's right. So, uh, That's right. so I, yeah, I, I don't like too. him as well. All right, mm-hmm. let's get to uh, Sunday night. We have two games left. Uh, let's get to Sunday night. Uh, the Seahawks Steelers and which would have probably been you know an even better matchup uh, if if Russell Wilson was playing Russell Wilson obviously out for the next you know couple weeks in the foreseeable Gino, future Gino Smith steps in um, as a five-point underdog against the Steelers at home the Steelers with a you know much needed win over the Broncos last week looked a lot better Ben oh, looked you know much know. better uh, yeah got to give him credit and oh, and you know I, I, I still don't love this team but I think you know <laughs> Geno Smith is is funny and, and and is maybe a good you know backup or whatever, but I think the Steelers are going to keep it going at home. I think they uh, they attack a, a weak Seattle defense. Claypool's in. You start Claypool. Uh, they're going to get Najee involved against a team that you know struggles against the run. Uh, and I and I really like the Steelers in this situation. You know the, the Seahawks could have a could see an, an offensive day that is pretty bland. So I don't know if you know Lockett and and Metcalf have you know the weeks that some you know some of you are used to. But I, I really think in what could be, you know, not a, you know, not a high-scoring game, you know, but a middle uh, of the pack scoring game, like a like a twenty to seventeen uh, win for the Steelers. I love the Steelers. I love the Steelers. I'm pounding the table. Another, My other lock of the week. Pound. Lock of the week, because I couldn't do the Cowboy Lock of the Week, because that's just too damn easy. This is my other lock of the week. Double-digit win for Pittsburgh. Najee Harris, 28-plus fantasy points. Mark it down. Wow, Najee, Najee with 28. Is that, that going to be rushing or, or passing? Is he going to have 11 catches or 100 yards rushing? I don't give a shit. It's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think, it's, I think the Steelers, you know, they have to win – uh, they have to win this game against you know Geno Smith. If if Roethlisberger cannot play Geno Smith and Geno Smith gets this then he win, needs to retire. I mean this is it'll be it'll be you know to move to two and four and you know lose to the Seahawks without without Wilson. It's a it, it'll be a huge loss. So the Steelers need this one for sure. All right, let's yeah. get to the last game Monday night. Uh, I've waited I've waited all all through all these games to get my my lock of the week and Ooh. my lock of the week is who has become your favorite team in the Bills and yeah. the Bills at. at at four and one, they they take on the Titans um, away at minus five and a half. And I think against any team, if you can get the Bills under a touchdown favorite, you take that all day long. I think this Titans team is good. They you know had high hopes. I think maybe we would we overhyped them a little bit. The defense is still pretty horrific. Uh, they're they're gonna try to you know continue with Derrick Henry, but I think the Bills defense is the toughest run defense they played yet. Uh, they're going to do their best to stop Henry. They're going to force the, them to throw. Julio and A.J. Brown could both be back this week uh, on the field. I think yep. the Titans could have their full team. I still just don't think they're as good as the Bills. No one has had an answer for the Bills on defense. They have too many guys. They can play too many ways. And I think the lock of the week should be Bills by a touchdown over the Titans. Oh, couldn't agree more. I, I think it'll be double digits victory on the road for the Bills. The Bills are rolling the bills are scoring 40 points a game they are the cowboys of the N- of the afc with just too many weapons and too many answers and josh allen playing at all world level and this week because it always rotates this week i'm going two touchdowns for emmanuel sanders two with for emmanuel two all right uh i think in terms of you know if you want me to pick a wide receiver the, the one it's it is really interesting the one receiver that really hasn't got going is Stefan Diggs so yeah. I think this week they're going to go to their number one guy and get Stefan Diggs involved so you get him involved against the uh, against a Titan secondary that should not be able to cover him so you know, you know we Diggs, say he's Diggs not been getting the bills. going but he is the leading wide receiver on the team it, that is it is you know he's having a quiet you know yeah he's averaging like 80 yards and, and like six catches a game it's just not Diggs like but Diggs I think this is a Diggs like game I think you know you're going to see the the eight for a hundred and you know a touchdown, and he's going to have probably his best fantasy performance of the year. That's what yeah. I think. 
I right. love it, man. I can't that's, wait. I can't that is week wait. six. A couple of a couple of disagreements in the middle there. You know, could, it, it's definitely going to shake up the record. We sit at at fifty one and twenty nine, both of us right now. So go into your picks. Tied. Join the uh, join our CBS uh, sports pool. Get your picks in for this week. Uh, yes, and, and get your picks in. Get your picks in. Get your picks in. Yeah, I love announcing them. people that beat us. And by the way, you I did like, make one. You boo-boo. like announcing people that I do. I do. It's kind of cool. I uh, I did have one big boo boo in, in our episode today. Mm-hmm. In college football this week, uh, the game of the week is Georgia Kentucky. Yes, I completely forgot that was on the tap. So yeah, should be a good 3:30 one. Three thirty Saturday. We'll we'll watch that. We'll we'll enjoy some football this weekend. Uh, uh, we'll for, figure out if Kentucky's for, for real or not. Yeah, we might. And 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 I said it'll be a close game, but Georgia ain't going down. 